The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow my other X account. That one is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. On that account, I post some free plays and I also post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet. My profit and loss spreadsheets have accumulated to 126 and in a few days, it'll be 127 months in a row of transparent and track profit. The pin tweet. At the top of that account is always the PL from the previous month. You can scroll down and find the other spreadsheets if you want to do your research further. Or you could just head over to lockbetting.com where all the spreadsheets are posted in a more convenient location. I actually encourage you to look at them. I encourage you to do that due diligence. When you have a look at the spreadsheets, don't just check that they add up to a profit because they all do. That's all very, very clear and it's verified by the members. But look at how we manage a bankroll because that's something that people struggle with. You see these guys on on X, these frauds who play with Monopoly money. They just double their stake when they lose. They have five unit plays. They have 10 unit plays. They have 20 unit plays. They have 25 unit plays. They have uh, play of the year, whale plays, max plays, all of this nonsense. They're not really making these bets. That's not reality. The reality is what we do. We manage a bankroll sensibly and we make betting more accessible for anybody with a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, don't gamble. But if you do and you want to enjoy sports betting more, we can make this hobby more fun by making it more profitable because winning is more fun than losing. And as I said, realistic stakes leading to a realistic profit. And it may not sound realistic what we've done, but we have done it. It's a fact. It's a transparent and track fact. We have delivered over a decade of profit about a single losing month, 126 months in a row. Soon to be 127. If you have any questions about it, just shoot me a DM at the X account at LockBangX. That's at LockBettingX. Moving on with this EPL Christmas slate. The action begins on Boxing Day at 12.30pm with Newcastle United hosting Nottingham Forest. Newcastle here are the 8-13 to favourites to win on the money line. It's 10-3 on the draw and it's 11-2 here on Nottingham Forest. A new manager bounce is probably defined by getting a positive result instantly after the implementation of a new manager. Nottingham Forest did not get that by definition, but they certainly did get 
a big effort and a good performance against Bournemouth. Unfortunately, they were put into miracle territory when they were reduced down to 10 men. They did still actually go in front in that game through Anthony Alanga, but inevitably they could not overcome the deficit of having a man less. And not only did they go on to blow the lead, they actually lost at home to Bournemouth in Nuno Espirito Santo's first game in charge. So by definition, that is not a bounce, but it's a difficult one to kind of um, an, an, an analyse when you look at the fact that they did put on quite a brave performance and um, and maybe they are brought into Nuno Spiritus Santa, maybe they're not, maybe he benefits more from a little bit more time to prepare for this game. But this is a difficult spot. Going to St James's Park is very difficult, especially off the back of Newcastle being so poor away from home. It's crucial that they pick up points at home this season. They've lost again away from home, adding to their poor away record. And this time they lost to relegation threatened Luton. Now, obviously, this is a difficult place to go. We called it here on the show. We had Luton on the double chance market. So it's not like it's a huge surprise, but it is a surprise really for Newcastle to lose that game outright. And just how bad Newcastle are this season and how they're escaping the the criticism that's being levelled at Manchester United because there's barely anything between the two seats. Obviously, the expectation for a club like Man United is bigger, but Newcastle have been very underwhelming this season. The only place they haven't been underwhelming is at home, where the hosts have actually won eight of their last nine home league games this season, while they now face a Forest side who have lost six of their last seven matches in the league. So, This seems like a very, very good spot for Newcastle to bounce back. Nuno Espirito Santo obviously had big work to do. And one of the big things he needs to do is improve the away form of Nottingham Forest. It was very, very poor last season and it's carried over to this season as well. And now you're coming up against a... Newcastle side who are very very strong at home they need to be strong at home otherwise this season would just spiral out of control as I said they have escaped the same level of criticism as Man United but they are not the same level of club as Man United obviously but supporters may be asking some questions as to why Newcastle haven't built on what they did last season maybe more so the owners than the supporters because I think the supporters are fully invested in Eddie Howe and delighted with what he's done. Eddie Howe's almost a victim of overachieving last season, which is definitely what Newcastle did. Maybe this is more of a realistic barometer of what Newcastle can be doing in their second year under this new Saudi ownership. But still, as things stand, we are looking for Newcastle to be able to win games like this at home. This has been a fortress. Forest travel poorly. And for me, this is a very straightforward, simple pick on the money line. It's a short price, but that juice actually offers up some value for us here. I think it should be more juiced. I think it should be far closer to a minus 200 line. And therefore, I'm going to start by simply taking Newcastle on the money line here for this one. Up next, we move on to the game here between Bournemouth and Fulham, where Bournemouth are the 5-4 to four favourites here on the money line. It's 5-2 to two on the draw, and we have Fulham priced up here as the 2-1 to one underdogs. This seems like the perfect spot to take Bournemouth. Bournemouth are riding high at the moment and are showing no signs of slowing down. It's almost the automatic assumption that Bournemouth are overachieving and therefore they will have a slump. I do agree that Bournemouth won't be able to maintain this level of form. But at the moment, when you're looking at winning away to Manchester United, when you're looking at 
beating Chelsea quite comfortably at home. When you're looking at um, having that um, that victory away to Forest, a comeback win that they've just come off the back of, um, despite the fact that Forest were expected to have that new manager bounce with Nuno Spirito Santo. Disregarding the fact they played against 10 men. Bournemouth are an informed team right now and they should have too much for Fulham here at home. And there is value here at the price of 5-4 plus 125. This is a Bournemouth team who have won five of the last six games and they can continue that form against a Fulham side who lost 3-0 at Newcastle and 2-0 at home to Burnley the last two games. And they've also lost three consecutive away trips in the league. They do not travel well. Most of their points are obviously being picked up at home. I don't know if Fulham are going to fancy this trip right after Christmas. I'm going to take Bournemouth to be more prepared. I'm going to take the form team here in Bournemouth. And I'm definitely going to take that price on the money line of Bournemouth at the price of 5-4 to four here in this one. Up next, we look at a relegation battle here between Sheffield United and Luton Town. I expect both of these two teams to go down, but if they can pick up a win against each other, that will be a big advantage for one of them. So this is definitely regarded as a relegation six-pointer. Sheffield United are the 6-4 to four favourites on the money line to win it. It's 9-4 to four on the draw, and you're getting 2-1 to one here on Luton. I would lean Sheffield United to win this game. If they have any chance of doing anything this season, they need to be winning games like this. In fact, Sheffield United on the draw no bet market at a price of 7-10 to 10 does appeal. Um, his team, um, The team with Chris Wilde have certainly taken an upturn since he joined. They've taken four points from four matches, which is good if you're trying to survive in this league. And they should be buoyed by the fact that they got a point away to Aston Villa, the first team to get a point against Aston Villa at Villa Park in any of the last 16 games. It should be buoyed by the fact that Luton have lost six of the last eight away league games. Luton are definitely a team who perform better at home where they have the advantage of teams coming to Kenilworth Road. It's not a Premier League football ground and Luton have taken advantage of that. But away from home, I do expect Sheffield United to win this game. But more so, I expect this game to be a tight and cagey one. Neither team pose too much threat in front of goal. And um, I think it's going to be a tight and cagey six-pointer. All four of Sheffield United's league games under Chris Wilder have seen under two and a half goals as he has built from the back. And his, and his, and his goal has really been to make his team more tight and compact to make sure that they do not lose games. I don't think this is going to be a free-flowing encounter. I think this is going to be five in a row for Wilder when it comes to unders. All four of Chris Wilder's games in charge have been scrappy battles that have seen two or fewer goals. And I don't see three goals being scored either in this one. My main lean, narrowly edging ahead of Sheffield United in the draw no bet market is actually going to be to take under two and a half goals here. And I think we're getting strong value on the selection here at four to five minus 125 here for this one. We have one more game to cover for Boxing Day because the final game on Boxing Day will be Manchester United versus Aston Villa. And that game will be covered exclusively on UFC as we recap the game against West Ham. The fourth straight game where Manchester United did not score a goal. So we're definitely going to look at that as we look ahead to the Villa game. So the last game we need to cover is Burnley versus Liverpool. But before we look at that game, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. As Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players, fantasy stats and you can cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit of up to one 
$100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. We close out Boxing Day with Liverpool visiting Burnley. Not a big trip here for Liverpool and one that I do expect them to win as the 2-5 favourites. It's 17-4 on the draw and 7-1 here on Burnley. We don't take 2-5 to five favourites outright, so obviously we are looking to add to this selection. And I do believe this will be a game that Liverpool can win more comfortably. I'm going to take the punt on Liverpool, minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line, which jumps us from 2-5 to five all the way up to 6-5, to five plus 120. I like this play because Liverpool were unlucky in front of goal against Arsenal. I thought that was a good performance and they should have got over the line with the win. Obviously, lots of memes doing the rounds about Liverpool messing up a five-on-three situation. But the bottom line is, is they had other chances during the game and they should have beat an Arsenal team who once again failed to failed to really turn up and beat top-tier opposition. Obviously, it's a good result getting a point at Anfield, but Liverpool were by far the better team. I think they make that count here against the Burnley team who have the worst home record in the league with eight defeats in nine games. Six of those losses have been by two or more goals. And I think Liverpool can come into this and give them another one, knowing that victory will actually see them claim its top spot, albeit for a few days until Arsenal play on Thursday and probably pick up the win here, probably pick up the win there at home to West Ham. But until then, I like Liverpool to go top. Liverpool have lost just one of their nine away league games this season, although they have drawn four whilst winning four. But here against Burnley, they should be able to take advantage of the fact that Burnley have the worst home record in the Premier League, losing eight of nine with six of the eight coming by two or more goals. Look for another one here as Liverpool hopefully cover the Asian handicap line for us at the plus money price of six to five plus 120 here for this one. I also like Mo Salah to find the net here. He's in fine form with three goals in his last four and I think he'll be able to bag himself some goals before he leaves for the African nations, which is going to be a big problem for Liverpool. And I think that will be the main reason why they don't end up winning and maybe even challenging for the Premier League this season. We now move on to Wednesday's games. Three games happening on Wednesday. We begin with Brentford at home to Wolves, where Brentford are an even money favourites, 12 to 5 on the draw, and it's 3 to 1 here on Wolves. We took Wolves to avoid a defeat at home to Chelsea, and we were correct to do that. Wolves are a team who are much better at home. But away from home here, I do lean that Brentford should be able to get back on form here and win the game. But I don't really trust Brentford either. Um, They've been a very inconsistent side this year. Obviously, they are missing Ivan Toney. But um, they have still been involved in games with goals. And I think this could be another one here with over two and a half goals, offering up some solid value at plus money, 21 to 20 plus 105. Seven of Brentford's nine home games have featured at least three goals, whilst Wolves, they've seen six of their last seven on the road deliver over two and a half goals. Both these two teams have nothing to lose. They're already in that territory this season. Wolves are safe. Brentford are safe. They are not teams challenging for the European places. This is your standard mid-table clash between two teams who do like to play front foot football. Brentford like to play a more attack, a counter-attacking style, but when they do counter-attack, they do commit men forward, leaving them in advantageous situations. I think they'll play off on the counter here against a possession-based Wolves team. This is going to lead to chances at both ends, and we need three of them to find a net to cash a plus money selection here at plus 105, where we're going to take the over two and a half goals here for this one. 
Up next, we jump to the game here between Chelsea and Crystal Palace as Chelsea host Palace here in a London derby. Chelsea are the seven to ten favourites on the money line at sixteen to five on the draw, and it's four to one here on Palace. Palace have had a little bit of a mini revival and um, Roy Hodgson's job that was formerly in trouble doesn't seem to be um, at risk right now going into this game. Nothing will really be expected from Crystal Palace here in this game. They've seen three of their last five Premier League games end in a draw and they could probably settle for a draw here against a Chelsea team who are struggling. They're coming off a 2-1 defeat. Two Wolves, Mauricio Pochettino is openly criticising the, the players now and the and the wages and, and all kinds of things going on at Chelsea. It doesn't look good. And what especially doesn't look good is the fact that Chelsea have failed to win six of their last nine home games in the Premier League. But with all that said, with everything going against them, this is a spot where I do think Chelsea will turn up for some reason. It's just a gut play. A lot of criticism being levelled Chelsea's ways. But I do think that Christopher Nkuku scoring in injury time against Wolves, albeit a consolation goal, will be important for Chelsea moving forward. I think he's going to be a big player. I think he's definitely an important get. At the moment, Chelsea going to this game level with Wolves and Bournemouth all on 22 points with Chelsea sitting in 10th. That is unacceptable. Losing 8 of 18 is unacceptable. Chelsea's position is unacceptable. Conceding 28 goals in 18 games is unacceptable. So, I do believe that Chelsea will have a better second half of the season with Nkuku there. They now do have a genuine goal scorer. Nicholas Jackson has flattered to deceive so far this season. And I do believe now they have much more of a goal threat with Nkuku looking like he's going to start firing. I'm going to take Chelsea to win here. It's purely a gut play. I don't think the price is great considering their form, but I'll take him at a price of 7-10 to 10 on the money line here for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Everton and Man City, where City travelling back from the Club World Cup are the one or two favourites. It's 16 to 5 on the draw, and it's 19 to 4 here on Everton. That's a way, way, way too short price on a Manchester City team who are coming back from the Club World Cup. But. The thing is, they didn't have to break a sweat to win that. And they're probably more rested than the Premier League teams who have had to play Premier League football. I think that was probably a holiday for Manchester City. And I do think it will rejuvenate them. Obviously, I want to get away from the 1-2 to two minus 200 price. But instead, I can get a 5-2 to two plus 250 by just chucking on BTTS here, which is what we're going to do. We're going to take Manchester City and both teams to score. Both teams have scored in six of Man City's last seven Premier League clashes. So despite the fact that they didn't concede a single goal in the Club World Cup, I do think they'll immediately concede one here returning to the Premier League. Four of Manchester City's last seven Premier League games have seen four or more goals. So I definitely think Everton will be able to contribute. But ultimately, I do think Manchester City will come away with the win. They like playing Everton. They're unbeaten in their last 13 head-to-head meetings between the two sides. And I think despite the fact that Everton have been much improved so far this season, they've made a mockery at a 10-point deduction. They will catch a Manchester City team here looking to bounce back from some poor league form and looking to move up the table. I think it begins with a win here in this one. 
Before we move on to the Thursday games, let me take this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Moving on to Thursday's games, we start with a game here between Brighton and Tottenham. This should be an attacking end-to-end game and the books can't separate who wins it with both teams priced up at 6-4 plus 150 and the draw available for you at the price of 3-1 plus 300. This one could actually be a draw and a score draw as well. For some reason, I've got the 2-2 scoreline stuck in my head. If anybody does win this game, though, I do lean it to be Tottenham. But goals is almost the automatic play. And I don't often go for over three and a half goals in games. But I am going to do that in this one. And it's going to be available for you at a massive 6-4 plus 150. Massive considering the data. Roberto De Zerbi's side have seen both teams score in all nine Premier League home games this season. Which does include a 2-2 draw with Liverpool. And there should be goals here against a Spurs side led by Ange Postacoglu. We all know about Ange. We all know about Ange Ball. But actually, this is one of those rare instances where this over is more about Brighton than it is about Tottenham. Brighton have seen 65 goals scored in their 18 games so far this season. That's an average of 3.78 per outing. And I don't think Spurs are the visitors where we suddenly see a drop-off with that data. This is going to be end-to-end. We are going to see both teams scoring here for sure. That's cashed in 17 of Brighton's 18 league games this season. Both teams have also scored in 12 of Tottenham's 15 league matches. So both teams are going to contribute and we're just going to need a couple more goals here to see us over the three and a half goal mark. But as I said, with 65 goals scored in Brighton's 18 games for a 3.78 average, I'm happy to take over three and a half goals here. A rare over three and a half goals play from me, but I really like it at the price of six to four plus 150 here for this one. The final game we are going to look at here is the game between Arsenal and West Ham, where Arsenal are the 4 2 11 favourites. It's 17 to four on the draw, and it's 15 to two here on the Hammers. The Hammers coming off a win against Man United, but Everybody beats Man United, but they did it with 35% of the ball. If you give Arsenal 65% of the ball here, they're going to be far more clinical than Man United. And I do think that will be the case here in this one. The Gunners are in form and have won nine top flight matches at the Emirates Stadium so far, including each of their last five. Interestingly, both teams have scored in six of their nine home Premier League games. So West Ham could make a contribution here. The Hammers have scored in eight of their nine away league games so far this season. But ultimately, the play is going to be on Arsenal and we are going to tack on over two and a half goals here. We do hope for a West Ham contribution. We do hope that they can continue scoring away from home. But their away form is weak. They have lost four of their last six. Arsenal are strong at home. They've won five straight. And we're going to take Arsenal. We're going to tack on the over two and a half goals here. Arsenal could get those three goals themselves for sure. But a West Ham contribution would make it much easier. Ultimately, I do think we will get there. So we're going to take Arsenal and over two and a half goals. And we take that at the price of even money. Plus 100 here for your final lean on this show. Closing out with your lock on the show. This is the Christmas period. And I don't want to take too many risks with one unit plays. Obviously, we always talk about um, 
the gamblers on Twitter or X as it's called now and how they throw out monopoly money plays, five unit plays, 10 unit plays. I take one unit plays very, very seriously. And that's what the lock is supposed to be. So I'm not going to chuck out one unit plays here and there on just things that I think have somewhat of a chance to hit. So it's going to be very, very conservative on my part through this Christmas period. This is a dangerous time. The form book can go out the window. It's just a case of fatigue and preparation at times. And um, that's why we are going to be conservative with our plays. And for that reason, I'm simply going to go for Newcastle on the money line here against Nottingham Forest. This is a combination of Nottingham Forest poor away from that's not only poor this season, but it stretches back to last season as well. As for Newcastle, yes, they have underwhelmed and underperformed and supporters and ownership will be disappointed, but they are still behind Eddie Howe. The, the players are definitely still behind Eddie Howe. And with the supporters behind you at home, that does give you a big advantage. And Newcastle have made the most of that advantage this season, despite the fact that they do sit outside of the top six at the moment in the table. That's nothing to do with their home form, where they have won eight of the last nine league games and they face a Nottingham Forest side who come into this game off the back of losing six of their last seven matches. Nuno Spirito Santo may turn things round, but he's not a miracle worker. He did not get that new manager bounce against Bournemouth and unfortunately for him, I think he'll lose again. We're going to take Newcastle here on the money line at the price of 8.13 here for this one. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.